Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Melanie Nona, CNN Capitol Hill reporter, in for David Chalian. David's out until March, so prepare to hear from some new voices like mine on the podcast in the coming weeks. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 31st. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer's retirement announcement last week comes at a vulnerable time for President Joe Biden and Democrats. All we know at this point are two things. One, Biden is going to pick a Black woman with, quote, extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And two, the Senate is ready to move fast on this. Biden is expected to announce his historic choice by the end of February. The White House confirmed Friday that South Carolina U.S. District Judge J. Michelle Childs is under consideration. Other women rumored to be in the mix include D.C. Circuit Judge Kentaji Brown-Jackson, California Supreme Court Justice Leandra Kruger, and civil rights attorney Sherilyn Eiffel. Any nominee needs to be confirmed by the Senate, first by the Judiciary Committee, and then a vote by the full Senate. Biden will meet with Judiciary Committee leaders on the SCOTUS nomination on Tuesday, a sign that this process is moving rapidly. Here's what White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki had to say. He will do his duty to select a, ju- a justice not only with the Senate's consent, but with its advice. As somebody who served on the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee and was chair, both as chair and ranking member, he is steeped in this process and looks forward to advice from members of both parties on the Hill, as well as top legal experts and scholars across the country, working with the vice president and his team at the White House. And I think you will see those consultations start this week. This upcoming vacancy has many senators sharing their opinions on Biden's promise and the timeline promised once a nominee is announced, including Senator Joe Manchin. He told my colleague Morgan Rimmer on The Hill today that he is in favor of filling the court vacancy and that it's, quote, beyond time for a Black woman to serve on the court. And when asked if he thought it made sense to have this confirmation process go as fast as it did for Justice Amy Coney Barrett in 2020, here was his response. It depends on the qualifications of the person. That's the main thing. If you have somebody that's already been vetted, it goes pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So if not, then it goes in a deep dive. And, and, and this is the highest court in the land. So it takes time to make sure you get the right person. But there's a lot of qualified people have been mentioned so far. and I'm sure they're all good people. It's important to hear from Manchin because, of course, Democrats would need him, the other moderate Democrat, Kirsten Cinema, and the rest of the Democratic caucus to support this nominee, whoever it ends up being, especially if most Republicans won't support her. But some Republican senators have shown their support for Biden's promise to pick a black woman, while also slamming how politicized the process has become. Put me in the camp of making sure the court and other institutions look like America. Whether you like it or not, Joe Biden said, I'm going to pick an African-American woman to serve on the Supreme Court. I believe there are plenty of qualified African-American women, conservative and liberal, that could go on to the court. I would welcome the appointment of a black female to the court. I believe that diversity benefits the Supreme Court. But the way that the president has handled this nomination has been clumsy at best. It adds to the further perception that the court is a political institution like Congress when it is not supposed to be. That was Senators Lindsey Graham of South Carolina on CBS and Susan Collins of Maine on ABC. Graham said he supported Judge Michelle Childs. 
other GOP senators, even Republican Senate candidates, are already concluding that the unnamed nominee is certain to be too far left and that the nominee's history-making credentials are not enough to sway them. Like Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who said in a statement last week, quote, the president must not outsource this important decision to the radical left. And like Senator Josh Hawley, who told CNN, he thinks the most important thing to consider when picking a nominee is if this person, quote, will uphold the Constitution faithfully, regardless of their ethnic background or gender or anything else. Now, a lot of things have been out of Biden's hands lately. The president wasn't able to pass Build Back Better or change the filibuster rules to get voting rights legislation passed because two senators wouldn't sign on. He's repeatedly tried to boast positive economic recovery, but seems to be limited in his options for fixing inflation. Plus, over 20% of Americans are still refusing to get vaccinated. However, a SCOTUS pick represents something in Biden's control. Nominating a historic liberal pick to the Supreme Court could be an opportunity to remind the American public, especially Democrats, why they elected Biden in the first place. A recent Pew Research Center poll showed Biden's approval rating among Democrats down to 76%. At his peak in April 2021, his rating with this group was 20 points higher. Biden likely hopes a popular nomination could win him back some supporters from the Democratic Party. For instance, on Friday, more than 100 influential Black women leaders sent a letter to Biden thanking him for honoring his promise to nominate a Black woman to the court. The letter applauded Biden for seizing this moment in history to lead with a vision of America at its best and ensuring that the leadership of our democracy reflects a diversity of lived experiences at the highest levels. So it's clear Biden is getting some positive attention for his decision, but how much can a SCOTUS pick really help a struggling president's reputation? Well, if we look at the former president as an example, Donald Trump's first nominee for the court, Justice Neil Gorsuch, was one of the most positively received actions of his first 100 days in office. Trump's next nomination for the court, Justice Brett Kavanaugh, also may have helped Republicans keep the Senate during the 2018 midterms. Republicans said that Kavanaugh's contentious confirmation hearings helped motivate Republican voters to show up to the polls. McConnell, who was the majority leader at the time, said the Kavanaugh effect was very helpful for the midterms. Enthusiasm is especially important for the midterms because they have lower turnout than presidential elections. And as I discussed earlier, Democrats are not enthusiastic about their own president. In fact, a recent NBC News poll found that Republicans are more than 10 points more likely to say they have high interest in the 2022 midterms than Democrats. The polling also indicates that Black voters and younger Democrats have had some of the sharpest declines in interest. So we'll see. Maybe a Supreme Court pick will be just what Biden needs to get Democrats back on board in a moment where he needs them the most. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Melanie Znona, and thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.